When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening. And enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, it's another great day, another great week, another great opportunity to help you do more, be more, and achieve more, to help you have greater wealth, health, and wisdom. This is Dr. Willie Jolly of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, welcoming each and every one of you from wherever you are around the world to this show, to podcast, however you're getting it. We're grateful that you are here and you've made a point to tune in. Today, we're going to talk about how to grow your wealth, your health, your wisdom, your success via being accountable with the accountability expert, the accountability expert, my dear friend, Sam Silverspring, Hall of Fame speaker, former president of the National Speakers Association, and recently named a legend of the speaking industry. Well, folks, you know, I start with I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer. If I lose it, give account. If I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but our eternity is wrapped up in it. And I am grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity. That's God's minute. God's minute, which was written by Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. And I have adapted, made that part of my routine wherever I go. And I start every show with that, every interview, every opportunity I get to speak. And then I take a moment to give God glory. I'm thankful for life and strength and health. And I don't take it for granted that it is a gift 
And so I take God's blessings to me seriously, and I take a moment to thank him. So I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe. That's okay with me. I'm cool with that. But I take a moment to thank God. And I say to you, God's gift to you is life. Your gift to God is what you do with your life. So you should do something extraordinary with it. And so I'm grateful for that. Then I'm grateful for our sponsor, Truist Bank. Truist has made a commitment to our community and they are serious. That's why they've been such a valuable part of this show for a number of years. And we're grateful for their community involvement and their commitment to the community. So I want you to make sure to stay connected with Truist Bank, T-R-U-I-S-T Bank. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank, Truist. As I told you, my guest today is a dear friend. He's a Hall of Fame speaker. He's a former president of the National Speakers Association, and he is the leading expert on accountability. Accountability is your competitive advantage. And our friend, our guest today, Sam Silverstein, knows how to make it a powerful way of your thinking. He's the founder of the Accountability Institute. He is a certified accountability advisor, has that designation. He's the author of 12 books on leadership, accountability, and workplace culture. He is research into why some companies have an incredible culture that inspires people to be accountable and produce high profitable results has led him to work with such organizations as Kraft, PetSmart, Pfizer, Mayo Clinic, and many others. He's a member of the Speakers Hall of Fame, a global guru who has repeatedly been on the list of global gurus as one of the top organizational culture professionals in the world. And he is referred to as the most trusted voice on accountability. Recently, he was named a legend of the speaking industry. I was there to witness it. And he is my dear friend, has been. I had the honor of being the chair of the Speaker's Hall of Fame the year he got inducted in Speaker Hall of Fame. I had the honor of calling him as the chair. I get to call people who are getting inducted. And it was the funniest thing because I called him and I told him, and after he hung up, he called me back and said, let me make sure that you weren't pulling my leg or that I wasn't sleeping or dreaming. I'm in the Speaker's Hall of Fame. I said, you're in the Speaker's Hall of Fame. He's my dear friend, Sam Silverstein. Sam, so good to be here with you. Glad you're able to make it part of your routine or your week to put some time in your schedule to be here and share with my listeners. Thank you for being with me. Oh, it's my pleasure, Willie. And I definitely have a minute for you. <laughs> well, thank you, my friend. Now, Sam, I just told him about who you are in terms of what you've accomplished. Where did Sam Silverstein come from? How did you get to the place where you are? And I want a little more of your story. It's been quite the journey, Willie. You know, it really has been. It's interesting because we 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 start carving out a path in life and it doesn't always go the way we think it's going to go. Amen. Um, but you know, I think it goes the way it's supposed to go. And um, and when we stop fighting that, sometimes that's when things start to accelerate and when things take off. But, uh, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, went to college, undergraduate business degree, graduate, went, got an MBA and did all that stuff, went into business with my my parents, didn't enjoy that business too much. So I thought it'd be a smart idea to go into business with my 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 father-in-law. So I've been in two family businesses. You could say I went from the fire to the frying pan. Um, and actually, they were both positive experiences. And both my father, mother, my 
father-in-law and mother-in-law were all phenomenal mentors to help teach me and shape me. And um, until I started my own business and along the way, when I was in the manufacturing business, a lot of people started thanking me for the advice that I was giving them. And quite frankly, Willie, I didn't always remember having that conversation with them in the first place, but I started thinking, you know, if I can have a positive impact without trying, what would happen if I did try? And that prompted me, that prompted me to write my first book and to start speaking and then working with leaders around the world to help them grow and help them grow their organizations. Tell me real quick, what kind of business did your family have? Well, um, my family, with my parents, we were in, it was a wholesale distribution business. And then um, with my in-laws, we were in a manufacturing business. We manufactured windows and doors and sold them from coast to coast. And during the time that I was an owner and, and, and partner in that business, we we built that thing up uh, over 400% before we sold it off to a Fortune 500 company. So, um, can I ask you how much it was sold for? Yeah. Wow. Um, it wasn't a big company, but um, at the time we sold the company, we were doing $12 million in, uh, in annual revenue. So, okay. So, you sold it in multiple millions of dollars. And, uh, and that was a company that started from ground zero and was able to be sold for multiple millions of dollars. And you were part of that process to build it uh, into that. Well, then you started speaking and you started writing books. And now you have 12 books under your belt, as well as Hall of Fame, legend of the speaking industry, global guru in your accountability area. And you've been able to do that and have a wife who is a marvelous partner, uh, Renee, just a wonderful. You were so gracious at your acceptance speech when you got your induction into uh, the uh, latest induction as, as a legend of the speaking industry. You spoke about your wife. And I, I just want you to just kind of restate what you said about this beautiful woman, Renee. Wow. Well, you know, we've been married for 42 years and um, a lot of amazing things have happened in our lifetime. But, you know, if I want to look at it, a lot of amazing things have happened in my lifetime. And every one of those amazing things that's happened has been a result of her being a part of this journey. And she's always supported me. She's always been there for me. She's always encouraged me. She's never doubted. And, you know, when you have a partner in anything that's that's encouraging, supporting, inspiring, pushing you forward, not pulling you back, it just changes things. How can you not succeed? Man, I, I wanted you to say that because we've had so many great people here on who have talked about the impact of their partner. They were people who were your besties. They got your back. And so I I wanted you to say that because I want people to know that this is not uh, something that happened by chance, but by by the fact that you you thought through it. It wasn't just a emotional decision. It was a thoughtful decision. Of course, emotion played a part. Of course, love played a part. But you also thought through this and I talked about D when I got my uh, Hall of Fame speaker. I've, I've talked about D when I got every award I've ever gotten. And 
I talk about the fact how she has been my partner. She supported me, encouraged me. And when I said I was going to quit my job and become a full-time speaker, she said, we can do this at each level. So I wanted you to say that because Renee is just incredible. And I wanted uh, her, her, her name to be stated uh, uh, and shouted out. Well, you Thank built you. this. Uh, you're welcome. And by the way, I told you privately when you got the Legends Award, You've got a radio voice, man. <laughs> You've got a radio voice. All right. Uh, now let's talk about uh, you've been going around the world giving speeches. How long have you been speaking now? Over 30 years. Okay. You're, you're speaking for 30, over 30 years, been able to maintain and sustain that career and help companies to grow their wealth, their success, and their prosperity and help individuals to do the same because you have focused in on one topic and you've stayed focused on that topic, which is accountability. What is accountability? Well, accountability, very simply put, is keeping your commitments to people. That's how we define it. And it's not responsibility, Willie. You know, you're responsible for things, but you're accountable to people. So I'm responsible responsible for that report. I'm responsible for the paperwork. I'm responsible to take the trash out. Whatever, you know, your your job description, your employee's job description is a list of responsibilities. But accountability lies between you and me. It's between two or more human beings. And it's a whole different animal. So it's all about keeping your commitments to people and we can even go deeper at some point, but there's tactical commitments and relational commitments. And it's really focused on the relational commitments. The tactical commitments connect to responsibilities. The relational commitment, that's what connects to accountability. Can you be accountable to self? <laughs> that's 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 the most difficult question that I think I get asked. And I, I I've spent a lifetime practically thinking about that. I believe that that's more tantamount to responsibility. I think that what defines accountability, and there's 10 relational commitments that define accountability. We've we've figured it out what it is, and this is what we teach leaders, either individually or in organizations. Um, you need to be stepping those out in your own life. But in essence, it's about a relationship between two people. So to give you an even longer answer for a short question, because I am a speaker, Willie, and that's how we do things. <laughs> in um, fact, hold that thought then. Hold that thought, because I want the full answer, and I want to be able to let you just really go at it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and let Sam tell you how you become accountable and answer the question, do you become accountable to self, Is that part of it? He's also gonna tell you about how you create your wealth by being accountable to somebody, something that makes you create wealth and success in your business, in your life, in your family, in your future, in your finances. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, the best is yet to come. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me, you can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call and call 
Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truist.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, host of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. The smart first step to buying a home is knowing how much you can afford. A truest mortgage professional can help you understand that in just a few minutes. Connecting with a lender first helps you to be more confident in your search. Truist offers loans that can help you become a homeowner with a low down payment. The best way to find out if you qualify for a low down payment loan is to talk with a Truist mortgage professional. Visit truest.com mortgage truest.com slash mortgage to see current rates to get a sample mortgage payment using their calculator and find resources to help you buy a home talk to a truest mortgage professional about your loan options having that relationship in place can help you find the best financing options available to you truest bank is an equal housing lender when you start with care you get a different kind of bank truest bank and we're back this is dr willie jolly on the willie jolly wealthy way show and podcast with my special guest sam silverstein Hall of Fame speaker, legend of the speaking industry, former president of the National Speakers Association. Before I go back to Sam, and he's going to give you a great answer to the question ahead, can you be accountable to yourself? I want to make sure everybody knows to go to winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly.com, which is my website, which is a suite of sites. It's my corporate site is there. My faith-based site is there. My youth motivation site is there. My speaker site, if you want to be a speaker, we're having coming up soon our speaker symposium where we help speakers in speaking and publishing and or people in speaking, publishing, and media if they want to be a speaker and get into this wonderful business we are and help them to grow their enterprise. I am honored that I have three young men, or now they're older gentlemen, who came to me as People who said, I just want to do what you do. They were neophytes. And I mentioned them, and all three are now in the Speaker Hall of Fame, Delator McNeil, Simon Bailey, and Walter Bond, making millions of dollars annually because I was able to try and encourage them and mentor them. So I want to help others to do the same. So we got speaker site, my youth site, my motivational site, my personal site, my professional site, all at winwithwilly.com. So go to winwithwilly.com and check out some of the resources we have. My special guest is Sam Silverstein, and he is the 
the T-H-E accountability expert. He is the guy and he will help you to become more accountable so you can create greater success. And as a byproduct of that, more profitability and then greater wealth. So Sam, let's go in now. You can dig in on that question. Okay, you say accountability is about two people or two or more people that you've made a commitment to do what you say you're going to do, but can you be accountable to self? And you were, you were answering that question and you were about to go into a deep dive. Go ahead and give it to Okay, me. so let me share a few things with you. First of all, I'll put the stake in the ground that accountability is the highest form of leadership. Accountability is the mm-hmm. highest form of leadership. And we can talk about that in a minute, but let's take this a little bit further. I don't believe in self-leadership. There are a lot of people out there, they talk about self-leadership. I don't buy into that. I don't think you can be a leader unless you have followers, unless people Mm. respect you, unless Mm. people respect you and see you as someone that they want to follow as a leader. I don't think you can be a leader. So I don't believe in self-leadership. Now there's self-improvement. There's being the best we can be. There's doing the right thing, but I don't think that's self-leadership. I think leadership is taking the responsibility for the success and safety of of people around you that so that forms leadership so with all that in mind you get back to the self accountability well you can be self responsibility you can be responsible but accountability is something that's between people i believe you're accountable to people and i believe you're accountable for people now there's a difference between those two when you're accountable to someone they can impact some aspect of your life beyond a surface level When you're accountable for someone, you have the ability to impact their life beyond a surface level. If I'm accountable to you, that does not mean I'm accountable for you. But if I am accountable for you, I am also always accountable to you. Now, that's a whole nother show, but let's keep going because we're talking about accountability and accountability to self. So we said accountability is keeping your commitments to people. I touched on relational and tactical commitments. So there's 10 relational commitments, commitment to the truth, commitment to what do you value, commitment to it's all of us, commitment to stand by you when all hell breaks loose, a commitment to the faults and failures, as well as the opportunities and successes, a commitment to sound financial principles, a commitment to helping individuals achieve their potential and be their best, a commitment to a safe place to work, emotionally safe, a commitment to your word as your bond and a commitment to a good reputation. Those are commitments that while we need to step into those in our life, it's really a commitment with someone else. So it's a commitment at home, you know, it's a commitment that I'm going to do things that's going to protect our reputation, my reputation, our reputation, because that's going to impact my wife and my children. In business, I'm going to make decisions that protect the reputation of the organization. So I believe accountability really lies between people. A lot of people, when they talk about self-accountability, they're talking about getting stuff done. That's responsibility. That's better time management. That's not procrastination. It's a lot of things, but I really don't believe that that's the heart, the heart of what accountability is. Accountability lies between people. It's a relational topic, not a tactical one. It's not a way of doing. It's a way of thinking. And if you want to go there, it's, it's not physical. It's spiritual. Wow. Okay. All right. I love that. We got it done. You said you got a minute. I gave it to you. (laughs) And what I love also is you said accountability, self-accountability, as they would say, is really about leadership. And leadership, if you don't have followers, 
Uh, I think Mark Twain might have been, if you don't have followers, you're just a man taking a walk. And so uh, you got to have some some followers, somebody who's looking to what you're doing and following and saying, yes, we believe in what you're doing. And that that's leadership. And then also leadership is doing uh, what is necessary, not what is uh, scripted for your job position. I said, I love in the book, you said, uh, one of the things you say is that, look, I think it was one of the tenants of one of the clients said, uh, you don't do what your job says, you do what's necessary or something to that effect, which is something close to what I say in my book, An Attitude of Excellence. So uh, you have a book. I want to talk about it now. Let's talk about this book. It's called The Accountability Advantage. It's your latest book. Am I right? Yes, sir. All right. This is the accountability advantage. Does culture connect to your bottom line? Absolutely. At the end of the day, there are two kinds of leaders. Those who do not get why it is vitally important to build and sustain an accountability culture and those who do. This book makes a compelling case for investing in accountability workplace culture and offers a clear five-step action plan for making it happen in your organization. And this is a terrific book. Folks, I have this book in my hand as we speak right now. And the book, I have it earmarked. I used to see all the little earmarks, all the little uh, dog ears, great concepts and great ideas that he shares in here. And it is a powerful book for organizations, but for also in, individuals. It starts with a story, which seems so strange. He, he says, why would you start with this story? A story about a pain in the butt. OK, a, a pain in the butt. And, and you say, why would he start with the story? But it's so profound how he does it. Why don't I let you tell about the story and why you used it, please? Well, the story really had a significant pain. And. I thought the pain was caused by my running. I'm a marathon runner by love. And um, the short the short version is that's not what was causing. I mean, the, the sh- not running was not going to make the pain go away. So what was I doing? Well, I was self-diagnosing, you know, trying to figure out what the cause of this terrifying pain was. And finally, it got so great that, it, you know, literally it's like 4.35 o'clock in the morning. I got out of bed. I walked around on the other side of the bed. I tapped Renee on the shoulder. She opens her eyes and I said, I'm sorry to wake you, but we're going to the hospital now. I mean, I was in that much pain. And right. so the reality is you go when you're in pain, you go to a professional and let them diagnose what's going on, figure it out, and 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 then take the corrective action. Well, it's the same place with with your workplace culture. You know, a lot of leaders try to build a culture. They either have a culture by default, which is anything goes, or a culture by design in which they're trying to build it. And and um and 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 quite frankly, they they struggle and there's problems in their culture. And so what we say is don't try and fix it yourself. Bring in a professional. We've created we have a culture audit that analyzes the culture and says what's working and what's not, and what needs to be done to make it better. And so why try and do it yourself? And that's really what that book focuses on is how do you create the best possible culture in your organization? Now, your organization could be a church, synagogue, mosque. Your organization could be a not-for-profit. Your organization could be a manufacturing company. You know, your organization can be your family, but you want to have the best possible culture. And you are the one many times that's responsible for that. So it's important to know what goes into culture and to build a great culture, because that's what's going to always attract and and keep the best people in your life. And that is I'm glad you said it. it's not just about business. It can also be about your home life, your family. I had a gentleman 
come by my home uh, just today, just today. And, and, and we talked for a moment because he's having a challenge in his marriage. And he knows my wife and I wrote a marriage book that's become popular, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. I encourage everybody to go to uh, jollymarriage.com, get a free chapter from the book. But I was telling him some of the things that were happening in his marriage were a result of the culture that the two of them came from. And that differenting of culture has to be remade in this, this marriage. Because I, I believe when we say in the book, you got to leave, cleave, and weave. Leave your parents' home, cleave to each other, and then weave a new culture because the culture that came from your parents might not be the culture that you need in your house. You can pick up some of their tips and some of their models, but you need to create your own culture. You're two different people. Well, that's exactly what you say, that accountability and creating a culture can be not just a business, but also about your family, about your marriage, about your finance. I do want to, we're going to dig back in when you when we come in, we're going to take a break station identification. But I want to talk, you said something earlier about financial accountability or fiscal accountability or fit, fiscal. fiscal fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, we want we want to talk about that because we talk about the money up in here, up in here. And so we're going to talk about the money, but we also talk about relationships, about marriage, about being healthy in every part of your life, wealthy in every part of your life. But we know that wealth has multiple ways of showing up. And then you can have all sorts of different kinds of reputational and informational conversations. So we're going to come back in a few, just a few seconds. We got more stuff with Sam Silverstein. He's going to tell you how to, to do this accountability, how it impacts your income, how it impacts your wealth, how it impacts your family, how it impacts your future. And he even talks about your faith. This is a good book. It's called The Accountability Advantage, Design a Sustainable High-Performance Culture to Build Stronger Businesses, Communities, and People. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a set up for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. 
And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast around the country, around the world. In fact, I want all of my friends globally to send us a note, send me an email. Uh, My friend Jane Herlong was on and she said, you know, I was on your show, went to the podcast and somebody contacted me from London. Said we heard you on the Willie Jolly podcast. So if you are listening to this on podcast or on radio in another country other than the United States of America, send me a note, info at willyjolly.com. Say, hey, we listen to you in here. We listen to you there. And just say hey to us so we'll know where you are. And if I come to your country, uh, or I want to come to your country. I've not been to London. I want to come and speak. I've been to just about every country around London, but I haven't been to London. So I got to come to London. But if, wherever you are in the world, just a quick note, info at willyjolly.com. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor again, Truist. Now, the first step to buying a home, because Truist is good at home, about home ownership, and I can tell because my mortgage is with Truist Bank. The first step to buying a home is knowing how much you can afford, and a Truist mortgage professional can help you understand that in just a few minutes, just a few minutes by connecting them Connecting with them, it first helps you to be more confident in your search, and then it offers loans that can help you become a homeowner with a low down payment. The best way to find out if you qualify for a low down payment loan is to talk with a Truist mortgage professional. Visit truest.com slash mortgage, truest.com slash mortgage to see current rates, get a sample mortgage payment using their calculator, and find resources to help you buy a home. Talk to a Truist mortgage professional about your loan options. Having that relationship in place can help you find the best financing options available to you. Truist Bank is an equal housing lender. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Mm-hmm. Truist Bank. My friend Sam Silverstein is here. Hall of Fame speaker, legend of the speaking industry, the accountability expert. Well, Sam, you talked about fiscal accountability. Now, I want to know more about that. What does that mean? How does that look? How does that show up in our lives? So it's not so much fiscal accountability that I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is there's 10 commitments, 10 relational commitments to define accountability. We said accountability is keeping your commitments to people. There's mm-hmm. 10 specific commitment commitments. One of those is a commitment to sound financial principles. So let's look at a business, for instance. You know, if if I'm the owner of a business, you work for me and a bunch of other people work for me or three people work for me or whatever it is, um, you know, sound financial principles. Am I protecting the resources of the business? Am I allocating and spending money wisely in the business? Because how I allocate money impacts you as an employee, because what am I paying you? I'm paying you based on the services you provide, the value that you deliver based on the capability of the company. So if I'm going out buying expensive cars, putting expensive paintings in the wall in my office, putting oak paneling up in my office, um, is that necessarily sound financial principles for a company that you are part of? And now some leaders, some owners go, well, it's my business. I get to do what I get to do. Well, you can feel that way if you want to, but that's not thinking about your people from an accountability standpoint. That's not being accountable to your people because you haven't taken on the commitment of sound financial principles. And the same thing affects you or impacts you or holds true in our personal lives. And we see, you know, we see, Willie, I know you see this. We see couples that that don't agree on how financial resources should be utilized or spent or invested or saved. 
And it's that commitment to sound financial principles that's the mark of accountability in a relationship. Wow. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Because you got to find out what kind of relationship you're in. Are you in a relationship with somebody who's an investor, a saver, a spender, a gambler, or indifferent? Those are the five areas that we found with people come to the marriages, saver, spender, investor, gambler, or indifferent. And so you got to know, are they clear on the sound financial accountability principles? Are you saving X amount with our family? Are you tithing what you say you're going to do? Are we going to do what we say? Give where we can see a, be a blessing. So those are things that are sound to financial accountability and helping you become fit. And we have, one of the things I've been talking about with D is we want to be fit in every part of our life. We want to be fit health-wise. You're a runner, and uh, you've had a long history of running. You keep healthier in that area. Are you fit spiritually? Now, people say they're fit spiritually. They're healthy spiritually. And then are you financially healthy? Are you fit? Do you have a number? And we've been talking about that recently on our marriage show. Do you have a number? that you know is going to be necessary for you to be able to survive as you get into older age. Because there's going to be a time when you aren't able to do what you do when you're 20, 30, 40, 50 maybe. And then are you putting away some money for retirement? Have you planned it? Even though Sam and I are both speakers, we, we come from a, an environment where many people work way into their 90s and, and continue to give speeches. And my mentor, one of our friends is Dave Yoho, who's been on this show, 95 years old, still speaking, still consulting, still doing his thing. But he's financially fit. He could stop whenever he wanted to, but he loves doing it. But there's more than enough money, not only for him, but his family, his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren. And one of the things we all say is we, we believe in that principle, scriptural. That a good person, a good man or woman leaves an inheritance for their children's children, great-grandchildren. Let me take a few moments. I love that. This is, uh, it, and you know, Willie, there's a difference when you work because you want to, not because you have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let me make this point in the book on page number 22. To make you, realize, you realize between the two of us, Willie, yes. the person who most recently read this book is you. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Come on. Come on. Uh, This book is about creating and protecting a sustainable, high performance culture that people want to be a part of. Get to to make the competition irrelevant and set up the kind of operational success that endures no matter what else is happening in the economy. You need to fix the one thing that is the predictable common denominator of all organizations and all 11 of these organizational pains in the butt. We examine, and he talked about the. He already kind of talked about them. It's uh, what is your major pain in the book? Is it leadership? Is it communication? Is it teamwork? Is it customer experience? Is it change? Is it creativity and innovation? Is it safety, attraction and retention, engagement, productivity, profitability? What's the pain in the butt? And he got these these points, and then he talks about a culture by design and a culture by default, and uh, the cure for all eleven of these business challenges is accountability. When you become accountable, things happen. And it's accountability. You design it rather than let it happen by default. And so I love that. He he tells a story and I won't even ask him to tell it. I'll tell him. He tells a story about 
a it's a little mythical story. He has some real life stories about his clients and great stories, Happy Bank and, and Waste Management and a few others. But this is a, a, a mythical where the, the, the leader is named Jane and there's this guy who's uh, Bob Big Shot, the sales guy. He sells better than anybody else. Well, Jane says to everybody, we hear our, our, our values, our value. We talk, uh, Sam talks about values often in the book. And he said, here our values, stay clear on our value. Well, Mr. Big Shot says, okay, yeah, I accept them. But a few days later, he's, he's demeaning one of his coworkers. Another few days later, he's making fun of somebody. Another, he's lying about something. He's not being honest. He's he's uh, he's skimping on on things, and so it is brought to the leader's attention, to Jane's attention. But he was the rainmaker. He made more money than anybody else in the company. He brought in more money. He was the guy who brought in the most money, and therefore, Jane was afraid to get rid of him. She was afraid of what would happen if she lost him. And then they start slacking. And then you go from a culture of design to a culture of default. Exactly. That's so profound. So profound. Talk about values. Yeah, you know, Willie, so what you what you detail there is a lot of companies are great at putting values up on the wall, on the website, you know, things like that. Question is, do you, do you really believe that? You know, do you really believe that? People say they believe it, but then do you really? And they, what do you mean by that? I go, well, do all of your actions align with those values? What do you mean all? I mean, does every action by every employee align with those values? I had someone once wanted to book me to speak. They had 240 locations. They had an accountability problem. They knew they had an accountability problem. That's why they called me. I said, do you have a set of values? They said, yeah. I said, do all four, 240 area presidents as a global company live those values the same way? And she asked me, and my mother always said, don't ask, answer a question with a question. She goes, is that even possible? And I <laughs> said, absolutely, it's possible. She says, I don't know if that's possible. Well, I knew right away that that wasn't a good fit to be working with them because they don't get it. They just have a culture by default. Whatever goes, goes. So if you allow someone's performance to subjugate the values, meaning, well, Sam sells so much, he can treat everyone poorly. That's what you're saying. You know, if, if I'm disrespecting people, well, if you allow that, then everyone knows that's the way it is. If you have a set of values that define your culture, and it's a great set of values, and a great set of values has to connect to four things, Willie. And if somebody wants to figure out their values, either personally or for their business, if they go to valuesworksheet.com, there's a free download to help you figure out what your values are, valuesworksheet.com. If you have a great set of values and you're not stepping them out, then you're going to have a culture by default. It's not a culture by design. So you cannot allow someone to stay in your organization that you know is not living the values just because they're performing. Because if you do and you say these are your values, then you're lying and nobody mm. wants to work for a liar. Wow. Uh, real quick, where can they get the book and where can they reach Sam Silverstein? Well, I'm going to make this really, really easy. Willie, you have such a great website. You inspired me. They want the book. All they have to do is go to winwithsam.com. 
Come on, somebody. <laughs> Winwithsam.com will take you straight to the book. You want to know more about me? Just go to samsilverstein.com. Um, and um, and like I said, if they if you want to evaluate your values, go to valuesworksheet.com and you'll find that that'll be really helpful. Wow, this is fantastic information, folks. And and the book is awesome. I'm really encouraged by it. I told my wife, you have to read this book when I finished it. And and so uh, I love how he has laid it out, the stories, the the illustrations in terms of the points that come from the stories, because we know that facts tell stories sell. And he gives illustrations within the story that says, here's what you learn from this story. Here's what you learn about your success. Here's what you learn about your future. Here's what you learn about growing a great culture. So you want to get this book. It's called The Accountability Advantage, winwithsam.com. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. We got more to come, and we got the you got us, so you want to stay tuned. And remember, for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. 
And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast with my special guest, Sam Silverstein, and he is the accountability guy. Let me give you some of these points of core value. He was just talking about core values. I love these core values. He pointed out in one of his clients' testimonies, who has, this client said it, it had, Sam has had a profound impact on their business and helped them to grow exponentially. But here are some of the values that Happy Bank says in their mission statement. Customer service is the goal. Attitude is everything. Family first. Treat each and every co-owner as well as you treat your best customer. Prayer is okay. It's even encouraged. Take care of your good employees and get rid of your bad ones. Mm. Respect and appreciation of others. Stay quick and nimble, yet make long-term decisions. Seek input share everything, hide nothing, ask questions, talk to each other, communicate. Sometimes we make a mistake, admit it and fix it fast. Give back, get involved in the community. Produce, (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Laugh at work. Every job is your job. There's no such thing as not my job. Don't watch the clock. The bank doesn't. You shouldn't either. Don't ever forget, it's other people's money that we're dealing with. Integrity, character, our reputation is everything. Do what is right. Be an owner, not a manager. Now, this is a list that comes from the bank that was impacted by Sam Silverstein's influence on this bank, and this bank has grown exponentially. They're number one. I want to I want to step back on that a little bit, Willie. Okay. That bank had those values long before I showed up. Oh, okay. They were a case study of mine. I learned I learned more from them than they probably learned from me. Just wow. putting it out there. And Lord. and so they were the model. We actually did our cultural assessment on them and they they ranked the highest in accountability of anybody that we've ever run our assessment on. Um and it's due to the fact that they have an amazing set of values and they live those values to a T. You can't stay there if you're not living the values. 
Give, um, let's give them a shout out. What's the name of the bank? So well, it's Happy State Bank. It's Happy State Bank. They're an amazing organization. They're based in Texas. Um, since the case study, uh, actually a couple of years ago, they actually uh, merged with a different bank. Um, okay. I've been tracking the culture since then. Bottom line, um, that culture that culture was led by J. Pat Hickman, who bought the bank and then was the CEO and president for and chairman of the board for almost 31 years. And they never their stock value never went down in that time period. Wow. Um, they so did we gave amazing. them a shout out. We gave them a shout out. And so you can send it to them and say, hey, we're talking good about you, Happy Bank, uh, and whoever the new name of the bank is they merged with or whatever. So, OK, Sam. Uh, we got it. We got it. Something we do it every show, every show, every show. If you were to come to D.C., and you let me know and I picked you up. Cause one time I came to St. Louis where you are and you picked me up and we went and hung out for a little while. But if you were to come to D.C. and uh, I picked you up, we went to lunch and then we went over to one of the universities, Howard University, American University, Georgetown, GW, Catholic University. Let's and do it. Went we got a lot of money. We're doing and Then we go into a business class of young wannabe business people. I want you to tell them a couple. You got us. You got to for success. You got to do this if you're going to be a success. Please tell them some of you guys. You know, I've spent a lot of years in business school myself, undergrad and grad. Uh, I've adjunct professor or come in and guest professor and shared with with students. I love speaking with students. You know, the 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 world is abundant with tactics and and so you you take these accounting courses and you take these management courses and you even take leadership courses but they don't teach accountability they don't mm. teach accountability they don't teach the the idea of they don't go deep and talk about workplace culture and what it takes to build a culture look you want to build a great business do you need a great product yes do you need a great service yes but you need a great culture because that's the only thing that's going to separate you because there's a million other people that can offer your product or offer your service or build a business and take your customers away. The only thing that can separate you is the culture. And so if if you're going to be successful in business, I'm going to tell you, you, the culture comes first. Whatever you do, you have to build, you have to protect and defend that culture, and you have to make sure that that, that that's in place. And so you've got to know what your values are as a human being, and you got to stick to those values, and then you got to imprint those values on your business, and you got to stick to those values there. And you hire people who have shown examples of those values in their life, and you fire people that do not live the values of your organization. And if you have a great set of values, and and you are living those values, and then you work hard to have a great product and or service. You have the ability to build an amazing business and impact lives. You have the ability to impact the life of your family, the lives of the families of the people that work for you. And if you have a great set of values and you've created a great culture, you will impact the lives of the people in your community. And when you start impacting the world on a greater level, then that's when you've hit the home run. Wow. You've got to be accountable and you've got to make sure those are imprinted not just on your life and your mind, but everybody in the organization. And you gotta make sure that if people don't live those values, they can't stay here, they can't be here. I love one of the pieces in the book and 
as one of the other clients said, uh, one of the people you interviewed said, we tell people from the beginning, here's our values. Now, if these values don't fit with you or don't work for you, that's okay. We're not mad at you. They're hiring somewhere down. They're hiring down at the DMV, I think it was. They're hiring somewhere. But for you to work here, these are non-negotiable. These are our values. Am I right about it, Sam? Absolutely. You nailed it. Right. Wow. Folks, this book I have, as I said, earmarked it all through the book. I want you to get the book, earmark it. Uh, there's a quote in here, and I'm going to send this. I'm going to take a picture of this and send it to my friend, Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy and I are on a Bible study every week. Tony leads it uh, with James Brown from CBS Sports and a few others who are busy. We A lot of times we're running. They can't do church on the weekends because they are doing the TV shows for the sports. So they do their church, their Bible, their relationship uh, with God. During the middle of the week, I'm honored to be on that call weekly. Tony says, integrity, the choice between what's convenient and what's right. I love that. And so there's so many good points in here about success. Do we want our people to treat customers well? Well, we want them to treat them so well that they want to come back for more and tell others to do business with us. Then we are leaders who are making a commitment to physically and emotionally and in and have an environment for our people that will help them win. Oh, I love this one. What some companies call customers, we call guests. Because you, pe- you treat guests different than you might treat a customer. And it's just so much wisdom in this book. Again, Sam Silverstein, tell people where they can get the book, where they can reach you, and where they can hire you for your consulting, your speaking, your your wisdom. Tell them. Make it simple. If you're looking for the book, just go to winwithsam.com. That'll take you to that book and others. If you want to know more about what we do, what I do as a speaker, or what we do, certified accountability advisors, helping companies be better, go to samsilverstein.com. If you want to work on your personal values or your organizational values, Go to valuesworksheet.com. There's a free download. And if you want to learn more about accountability in your life and whether or not you're accountable, there's a 60-second quiz at amiaccountable.com. And that's free for you also. Amiaccountable.com. Win with Sam. Sam Silverstein. Com. And again, Silverstein is S-I-L-V-E-R-S-T-E-I-N. He is a Hall of Fame speaker, former president of the Speakers Association, a legend of the speaking industry, and the husband of Renee. That's his real claim to fame. Okay, that's his real claim to fame. But he's my friend. I want to thank him for being part of our show today. Thank you, Sam, for being part of this show and sharing uh, such great wisdom and taking time out of your schedule. But you're busy as a bee. And uh, thank, you, thank you for taking time to come and be with us. My pleasure, Willie. Thanks for inviting me on. I love the message that you take out to the world. You help make the world a better place. My personal mission is to help make the world more, more accountable. So together, we're doing something I think that's going to leave a lasting imprint. I, I agree. And that's my prayer. Well, folks, I want to thank you all for, for listening one more time. I want you to tell people to, you know, to, to, to tune in, to tune into this show every week. And it's going to empower you. We are committed to empowering you, empowering, inspiring, uplifting and helping you to win more, helping you to win more. I want to take a moment to thank our friends at Truest 
thank again for their commitment, their commitment to you, to our community, to helping people to grow their wealth. Go to truest.com. And if you're interested in a mortgage, truest.com slash mortgage, truest.com slash mortgage. And they'll be happy to help you. In fact, you can call them at 855-257-4040. 855-257-4040. They will talk to you about getting a mortgage at a low down payment. Uh, and so they want you to do that. They want you to grow and win and home ownership is a starting point of wealth. I want everybody to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com, get access to all of our resources, our products, and make sure if you go there that you get to our we- website, Jolly Marriage is on there. And you can get a free chapter from the marriage book. And you can see how Ted talked to D&I did on how to never, ever argue again in marriage. And then for those who want to be speakers, Say, I want to do what y'all do. I want to be able to share my message and get paid to do it. We have our annual symposium coming up real soon. So you want to come and join and be a part of it. There's a, there's a point on there for how to get into the speaking business. Remember for sure, without a question, your best is yet to come. Make it a great week on purpose. See you next week and God bless you. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible 
for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.